Planet Worker, a world in development. Manila, 2018. As much as I might deny it, I am no longer a young person. But this doesn't worry me that much because I know the person I am today, my values, my worldview and my inspiration is very much grounded in the youth activist I once was and that I am both moulded and constantly rejuvenated by the power of young people to change the world. I'm participating in an Asian Development Bank annual event promoting the voice and influence of young people and the importance of investing in their capabilities to drive economic growth. The youth delegation is expertly led by Youth for Asia, an impressive initiative established by the bank together with NGOs to promote youth engagement with governments across the Asia-Pacific region. Watching these young leaders eloquently and passionately speak truth to power, I'm reminded of my own transformative journey into adulthood through a powerful youth movement. I had the unfortunate experience of growing up in an abnormal society, a country whose official policy, apartheid, was deemed a crime against humanity by the United Nations. Something Nelson Mandela reminded the UN of in his address to the UN General Assembly in 1990. The tragedy is that what has created the need for this gathering and made it seem natural that we must gather in this historic meeting place is the fact of the continuing commission of a crime against humanity. How much better it would be, it would have been, if we were meeting to celebrate a victory in hand, a dream fulfilled, the triumph of justice over a tyrannical past. I went to schools where only English-speaking white children were allowed, separated from not only other school children categorised as Indian, coloured or African, but also segregated from others by language. My school curriculum taught racist history and ideology. Our teachers were white and racist. They were trained to be, and in turn, we were expected to become just like them. I lived in suburbs where only white people could live, far away from the areas where people from other races were living, and the only engagement children across racial and language divides would have would be in passing on the street. All media was controlled or censored by the government, radio, newspapers and later TV, which was introduced late because it was seen as a corrupting influence. International shortwave radio stations were jammed and difficult to find. You're listening to Radio Nederlands, the world broadcasting service of Holland. Books considered dangerous were banned and dissidents were reported to the security police. During my teens, state-controlled news reported our country was stable and doing well. We were being persecuted by terrorists and that we were being protected from threats from others. We were what you might call the mushroom club, kept in the dark and fed on manure. In fact, our country was at war, within and out, and it was mainly children and young people that were fighting and dying for justice and equality. 
I learned this from listening to band radio stations like the BBC and Radio Netherlands, re- realized how my country was viewed by others and began to understand just how abnormal we were. I was alone in my views amongst my school peers and generally kept them to myself. When I was 18, I had to do military conscription and I was called up to a battle zone. By this stage, I had realized how wrong the situation was and decided not to go. This was a big decision as there was a mandatory six-year prison sentence for objectors. For a year, I dodged the military authorities until they tracked me down and I had a stark choice, prison, exile, or the military. I felt I was lost and I didn't know what to do. Luckily, a progressive anti-apartheid organization formed by Bishop Desmond Tutu helped me to enroll at university, which deferred my military call-up. While studying, I was recruited into the progressive youth movement, which was very militant at that time. South Africa was at war with itself, and the youth movement was at the forefront of making the country ungovernable by the white minority government. We mobilized young people, we marched, we challenged police, we organized boycotts and protest activity. By working together, we forced change through action, through mobilizing others with a vision for a better future. As the country turned towards democracy, the youth movement played another important role, helping people cope with change. We spent a great deal of time engaging young people from divided white and black communities, bringing them together and demystifying their perception of and differences with each other. These were very powerful activities that allayed anxiety and set a foundation for the new generation to embrace a democratic and non-racial society. It also demonstrated the enormous power of young people to facilitate acceptance and change. And finally, as the new democracy emerged, the youth played an immense role in building peace at every level. Engagement in policy, on the streets and in communities through peace committee and through community dispute resolution. The legacy of violence in South Africa made this role very important. In many communities, young people were the leaders, and I was constantly amazed by their demonstration of great wisdom and maturity in their pursuit of peace. So I have seen how the power of organized young people can create history and transform countries and societies, but perhaps the most fundamental change is in the young people themselves. In many respects, these times were the most dangerous time of my life, but also the most transformative for me personally. It was my first real experience of a multiracial and multicultural environment, and it broke down many of my own fears, perceptions and prejudices. We had fun, sometimes too much fun, and we socialized as young people do. But mostly, I was inspired, supported, and encouraged by my comrades, who I had trusted with my liberty and my life. They showed me the power that comes from commitment, solidarity, and organized action. They instilled in me the values of freedom and social justice, and those have stayed with me throughout my life. <laughs>
A Gandhi quote popular with young people is, be the change you wish to see in the world. Gandhi himself came of age as a social justice advocate in South Africa and believed personal and social transformation were interlinked. I lived less than a kilometre from the house Gandhi lived in when he was in Johannesburg and I took inspiration every time I passed by it. But my main inspiration came from the young people around me, young people from all walks of life who overcame great challenges and showed tremendous courage and foresight. As young people, this is your challenge and your opportunity today. You are the generation that will transform our world. You are brighter, more connected and more inclusive than any previous generation. You have the potential to be our inspiration and define our future. I would encourage you to go on the same journey of transformation that I had. Organise, connect with each other and show us where you want our society to go. Act as, as the leader of change and in the process transform yourselves into who you wish to be.